Good morning and welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church here on the campus of Reaching Africa's Unreached in Moyo, Uganda. It is our 740th day together in God's Word as we come to Isaiah 48. It's breakfast time here at RAU. We have 71 students who are here uh, from across northern Uganda and South Sudan and the Republic of Sudan, and they're learning about preaching so they can be more faithful preachers of God's word wherever God calls them to serve. And so if you hear some talking and chattering and background noise, just know it's breakfast time and breakfast is happening right over there. Um, so that's the background noise that you hear as the men enjoy fellowship this morning before our lessons begin in about 40 minutes from now. So uh, we'll spend part of that time together in Isaiah 48. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your love for us. Thank you for this day that you've given to us. Thank you for waking us up and giving us the blessing of another day of life that we don't deserve, but that you've given to us out of your grace. You are abundantly gracious to us, and we thank you so much. We pray that you'd be with us, that you would write your word on our hearts, and that you would lead us in paths of righteousness through your word as we follow Jesus more faithfully by your grace and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Isaiah 48. Hear this, O house of Jacob, who are called by the name of Israel and who came from the waters of Judah, who swear by the name of the Lord and confess the God of Israel, but not in truth or right, for they call themselves after the holy city and stay themselves on the God of Israel. The Lord of hosts is his name. The former things I declared of old, they went out from my mouth and I announced them. Then suddenly I did them and they came to pass because I know that you are obstinate and your neck is an iron sinew and your forehead brass. I declared them to you from of old before they came to pass, I announced them to you, lest you should say, my idol did them, my carved image and my metal image commanded them. You have heard, now see all this, and will you not declare it? From this time forth, I announce to you new things, hidden things that you have not known. They are created now, not long ago, before today, you have never heard of them lest you should say, Behold, I knew them. You have never heard. You have never known. From of old your ear has not been opened. For I knew that you would surely deal treacherously, and that from before birth you were called a rebel. For my name's sake I defer my anger. For the sake of my praise I restrain it for you, that I may not cut you off. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tried you in the furnace of affliction for my own sake. For my own sake, I do it. For how should my name be profaned? My glory I will not give to another. Listen to me, O Jacob, and Israel, whom I called. I am he. I am the first, and I am the last. My hand laid the foundation of the earth, and my right hand spread out the heavens. When I call to them, they stand forth together. Assemble, all of you, and listen. Who among them has declared these things? The Lord loves him. He shall perform his purpose on Babylon, and his arm shall be against the Chaldeans. I, 
Even I have spoken and called him. I have brought him, and he will prosper in his way. Draw near to me. Hear this. From the beginning I have not spoken in secret, and the time it came to be, I have from the time it came to be, I have been there. And now the Lord God has sent me and his spirit. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you in the way you should go. Oh, that you had paid attention to my commandments. Then your peace would have been like a river, and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your offspring would have been like the sand, and your descendants like its grains. Their name would never be cut off or destroyed from before me. Go out from Babylon. Flee from Chaldea. Declare this with a shout and proclaim it. Send it out to the ends of the earth. Say, the Lord has redeemed his servant Jacob. They did not thirst when he led them through the deserts. He made water flow for them from the rock. He split the rock and the water gushed out. There is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. Amen. That is Isaiah 48. God is chastising his people here. The last chapter of Isaiah, Isaiah 47, was a stunning rebuke to Babylon, declaring how Babylon was going to fall in a single day. Babylon had said, I will never lose my children and I will never be a widow. Picturing Babylon as a woman. I will never lose my children. I will never be a widow. And the proclamation from the Lord was that in a single day, in a single day, and that day we read about yesterday in Daniel 5, your children, your, your, your motherhood and your um, husband, your security will be taken from you. So that is uh, being, being made a widow is to lose your security, right? And losing your children is to lose your, your future. And so Babylon's going to be destroyed in that way in a single day. Well, now the Lord turns his attention to his own people. And the rebuke against his own people is very straightforward. It's very simple. And that is, his people are calling themselves by the name of the Lord. They swear by the name of the Lord. They confess the God of Israel. They call themselves after the holy city. They stay themselves on the God of Israel. And yet, they do not confess the God of Israel in truth or right. In other words... They call themselves believers. They call themselves God's holy people. They say they are the people of the holy city, Jerusalem, and that the Lord is their God. But they're idolatrous and they're unfaithful. They do not do what God commands. God later says, if you had only done what I commanded, your peace would have been like a river and your offspring would have multiplied and filled the earth. But they didn't do it because Israel ultimately is failing as the servant. We're setting up for what's coming in a few chapters, Isaiah 42, I'm sorry, Isaiah 52 and 53 is coming, right? In just a few chapters. Israel here is failing to be the servant of the Lord that they're called to be. But there will come a faithful servant, a suffering servant, who will take upon himself the sins of his people. So here is the way of the law, you could say. Isaiah 48 is the calling of God to be his people according to the word of his law. 
and that will fail. Not because there's anything wrong with God's law. If they had kept God's law, they would know peace and they would know prosperity and they would know the blessing of the Lord. But the hearts of the people are broken. The hearts of the people are corrupt and unfaithful. And so this way is not going to work. And so what's coming in Isaiah is the way of the gospel, the one who bears our sin, the one who is our righteousness. And that's coming in a few chapters. But here it is this proclamation to God's people that they are being refined by God. Now here's a difference. Both Babylon and Israel are subject to harsh treatment by the Lord, to conquest, to humiliation. But for Israel, it is for refining that they might return to the Lord and that they might be for his glory. For Babylon, it's for judgment. It's so that they will be removed and replaced. So those are two very different purposes. God's purposes for his people, the people of God, which is not ethnic Israel, it's not the nation of Israel, it's the spiritual descendants of Abraham, as Galatians and as so many places in the New Testament make it very clear, it is those who are of faith who are the children of Abraham. Look particularly at Galatians 3 and 4 and at Romans 9, if you want to see more on this. But it's not the ethnic people of Israel, it's not the nation state of Israel or the Jewish people, it's the people of God who belong to the God of Jesus Christ and who have trusted in the covenant promises of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are the people of God. In other words, this is really about us because we're part of that people, all those who truly belong to him. When we go astray, when we disobey God, when we're unfaithful, God disciplines us. And that's hard. It hurts, but he's disciplining us in order to refine us that our hearts may turn back to him and that we may be his loyal people for the glory of his name among us. That's the important thing. We need to see that. We need to see that whenever God, whenever we suffer, right, just to put it in very clear terms, when believers suffer hardship, God is always at work in that. Nothing ever comes into the life of a believer but passes through the hands of a loving Heavenly Father. And God's purposes are always for our good and for his glory. It may be that he's refining us and calling us away from sin. It may be that he's testing and strengthening our faith. But it's always for refining so that ultimately we will trust him more, follow him better, and glorify him more faithfully. Because that's his purposes for us. So we need to welcome even the affliction that comes as a good gift of God. We need to learn what he's teaching us in it. We need to cry out to him. Sometimes we won't know what the purpose of it is. Sometimes there's not a blatant sin or idolatry that God's disciplining, as it was the case for Job, for example. But we can still seek the Lord. And we can still say, Lord, I trust you that this is for my good, this is for my refining, that you are in some way purifying me and strengthening me so that I will be yours. And we know that if, if in that affliction, if in that trouble, we turn away from God, we go seeking after 
other ways of comforting ourselves or escaping from reality, that that's ultimately going to lead to our destruction because there is no peace for the wicked. Maybe not our final destruction if we belong to the Lord, but it will lead to our further hurt and our further harm. So what's our takeaway here? Our takeaway here is to realize that as the people of God, we need to be sincerely the people of God. We can't just be the people of God by name only. A nominal Christian is someone who has the name of Christian without the lifestyle, without the true faith, without the heart of Christian. So we need to be God's people in deed and not just in word. And then when God brings hard things into our lives, we need to let those things drive us closer to God, not farther away. We need to let them humble us and cause us to cry out to him not seek escape. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you love us enough, that you've called us, you've made us holy, you've given us faith in your Son, and when needed, you give us discipline and hardship so that we will turn away from idolatry. We will turn away from self-dependent complacency, and we will seek you. Sometimes life is hard, Lord. Sometimes life is hard to make us long for eternity and for the time when we will be freed from all of this and we will be home with you. But sometimes life is hard because we need to repent. We have idols in our hearts. We have sin in our lives. So deepen our dependence on you, that we might be your holy people indeed in life and not just in word and name. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining me for Isaiah 48. Tomorrow, Lord willing, our plan will be to go on to Isaiah 49. I hope you can join me for that. And I do hope that, as always, you will have a blessed day in the Lord.